Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Now it's that time of week again. It's time to get the soap round up all the gossip from the fabulous David Georgeson from Inside Soap Magazine. David, how are you doing? I'm not too bad, thank you. How are you? Oh my goodness. Do you know something? I didn't sleep last night for excitement. What was Emmerdale all about? Off the scale, wasn't it? If you haven't seen it, you have to get it on get watching it sd stv player itv player utv player whatever you watch just just watch it but yes two episodes last night and both of them just absolutely bonkers if you don't want to be spoiled you need to stick your fingers in your ears right now because we need to talk about this oh we do need to talk about this now there was such an amazing pile up last night car wise and we've seen all week the build up you know we didn't know who was gonna you know be caught up in this crash and everybody seems to have crashed at some point but we've actually seen it all culminate now in one massive pile up now apparently this was the most expensive stun ever pulled in soap history. Well, I'm not surprised by the look of it as well. It looked amazing. It was really, it was it was film standard. It was absolutely crazy. So basically, yeah, just to give a bit of a bit a bit of a bit behind it, all of this week from Monday until last night was all set on the same day, on the 17th of October, and it was all seen from the different perspectives of different people around the village. So. On Monday night, we had Rob, Ron, Aaron and Robert, and then we led on to uh, Ashley and um, Laurel. And then, of course, Emma and James, the big one, of course, uh, because Emma gone absolutely crazy in that wedding dress, bloodstained wedding dress where she killed the chicken and she kidnapped James, got all Kathy Bates in misery, and that's absolutely brilliant. And yeah, and we saw it from, and then obviously we saw Paddy and um, Rona. and Rona as well, and, and Pierce, and, and then all leading up to it. So they're all in cars and all doing different things or on bridges or whatever. And then we saw last night the culmination of what all these episodes are leading up to, which was this massive dual carriageway, pile up the stunts were just absolutely off the scale absolutely brilliant we don't think anybody was expecting it at all and um, i know that my call one of my colleagues here laura jane went to see the filming of it and they took them down to the studios um a few weeks ago and they went to see the filming of it but even they were shocked at what they saw because what they saw from the side of the road when they were filming all these scenes was completely just did not give any hints away of what I was actually going to appear on screen. So, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Emmerdale just completely leaving everyone in its way at the moment in terms of quality and style and substance. Just absolutely brilliant. Do you know, it so is. I mean, you know, the two episodes last night, I wish they'd been back to back because actually I love EastEnders, but I was so bored during it because it's just off the scale at the moment. And I have to say, you know, it it all started with... um, you know the the crash i mean the first crash we saw was james being thrown off the bridge by emma and landing on, right. on ashley's car ashley's car shall, ended up upside shall we down. go shall, shall we go through yes, what happened yes, do you want do. Do me to do it? okay oh, right okay so fingers in your ears if only if you don't want to be spoiled right so first of all emma and 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 james had the confrontation on the bridge across the dual carriageway he tried to escape from her clutches she kidnapped him he basically uh he said there was a part of him that still loved her but then she went in to kiss him and he recoiled and that's when she lost the plot pushed him he went flying across the bridge landed slap bang on top of ashley the vicar's 
car which was driving along the motorway at the same time. Ashley, of course, having a dementia episode, she should not have been behind the wheel at all. He had no idea what was going on. He His car completely overturned. Then something else crashed into him. And then, okay, who was next? It was Rona and Paddy, I think. No, actually, no, it was Pierce, sorry. So then Pierce saw all this going on. Pierce is watching Rona and Paddy approaching from behind. They get, they crash, they go off the side as well. They flip over. Then someone crashes into Pierce, and then somebody else crashes into Pierce, and his airbag comes up. This is all bonkers. And then, um, so then another person crashes into Rona, uh, Rona and Paddy again, so their car is flipped back onto the right side. Uh, in the middle of all this, Emma is on the bridge watching it all happen, wondering what the hell has just happened. And what happens, of course, then, uh, um, Rob Ron are in the car fighting over the engagement ring or having, you know, chatting. Lachlan obviously kidnapped in the back in the boot as well, don't forget. And they approach. They realise too late about the crash. Aaron flips to the side, Aaron's driving and ends up careering off a cliff and into a lake. So <laughs> they're underwater. And then in the middle of all this, Ashley is trying to process what on earth has happened. So we've left the first episode now. Onto the second episode. Uh, and Ashley stood there in the middle of all the carnage. A motorcyclist comes, crashes, and the motorbike goes careering over Ashley's head. It's absolutely bonkers. You have to see this. It's absolutely, just absolutely crazy. It's it's completely mental. It really, really is. Um, but, you know, they're saying that I saw um, Dominic Brandt and the chap that plays Pierce. I'm not sure of his real name. Uh, Jonathan Ryder. Yes. Uh, they were on Breakfast Telly yesterday. Now, I think by accident, because we weren't meant to know there was a pile-up, weren't we? Um... We knew something was going to happen. This is the thing. We knew it was all leading up to something, and 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 yeah, it was. Um, I think they let little bits away, and we, they'd actually the night before, just after last Wednesday's episode, they released a few pics to show us there was going to be a major car crash, but they didn't give too many details away. All they really gave away was the fact that Ashley was going to be involved. Well, the other thing they did give away was the fact that it could be up to three people that are dead. Definitely one, mm. but possibly three. So I mean, this is the thing. Don't forget that Monday night's episode started off with a funeral, and it was a flash forward as to who was going to be buried, and we still don't know who is going to lose their lives. They've been very, very secretive about this as well. So yeah, it's all absolutely bonkers. Oh, it really is. But of course, we ended Emmerdale last night with the fact that uh, Emma, who was in the middle of packing her bag and, and about to do a runner, gets a call from uh, one of the boys at the hospital uh, to say that their dad had been in an accident. She's trying to sound normal at first. Um, but then uh, he says it's fine. He's going to be OK. So she is now in a, a bit of a sticky situation, isn't she? So we've got a tricky situation, yeah. We're so so Emma, I, I must have poor Emma then, not really, is she? Um, and yeah, Emma thinking that James was dead and she probably got away with it. And uh, uh, no, he's unconscious in hospital. If we look at it from the outside, though, the only other person apart from James who might remember that Emma was there at the scene in that wedding dress full of blood was Ashley. And Ashley, of course, having a dementia episode. So is he going to get that memory back back at some point? 
we just don't know. Oh, I do hope so, because I'm wondering if James's memory is going to be affected by this. You know, he's maybe going to have a blackout. And, that, you know, I, I was just imagining last night uh, when I was lying in bed, not able to sleep because I was just super excited. Uh, I was imagining that, you know, maybe James is, is going to lose his memory over this bit of amnesia. And uh, him and Emma, they're going to get back to normal until one day he does kind of have flashbacks. Mm, that would be exciting, wouldn't it? Oh, it would. It really, really would. Oh, do you know something? Do you want to just forget everything else and keep talking about Emmerdale? Yeah, 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 yeah that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. so looking Actually, forward. no, we do have to talk about Coronation Street. We now do, because we do. Super Soap Week isn't just in Emmerdale, it is also in Coronation Street as well. Yes, it is indeed. And uh, we shall move down the cobbles now because, uh, well, I suppose the big storyline, obviously, is David. And David, you know, is, you know, we've seen him being pretty suicidal over the last week. Uh, He was ready. He doused himself in petrol. He was ready to drive his car into the security van that was holding this horror that that, uh, killed his wife. And, And, you know, you can see where David, you know, why he may be, you know, so incredibly distressed, but he's obviously... He's just not thinking straight. All he can think about is revenge right now. Now, uh, his family have locked him in the cellar of the bistro. Um, did he manage to get out the other night? This is the thing, though. Um, they haven't let us see for tonight's episodes yet, so we have no idea what is going to happen. And apparently it is going to be really, really exciting. It is going to be... There's going to be some stunts involved, and there's yeah, there's going to be um, major drama. So you, I, I really can't say too much because I, I haven't seen them myself, so I don't know. I have no idea what what tricks they're going to pull on us tonight, but I think we can expect something quite major because I think locking somebody up in a cellar um, by your mom, by your own mother and brother, I mean that is quite major in itself. In the middle of all this, of course, what we have got is not only David on some sort of, I mean, I, mean, I hate to say this, but it, I mean, it is true. It's like a suicide bomber mission, isn't it? I mean, it's quite controversial as well, in a way, what David wants to do. Because as Gail pointed out the other night, it's not just targeting Clayton or Maka or whoever else he wants to target. It's the people, the you know, the prison officers in that van as well. And people who could be around and you know and 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 bystanders who could be affected by this as well so david really really is not thinking straight about any of this at all in the middle of all this of course what do we have ken barlow having a stroke which i think um helen worth might have given away on this morning the other day but never mind and we've all seen it now of course peter barlow back which is absolutely brilliant because we all love peter barlow no matter i think peter actually just to go on a little tangent a little bit it's he's absolutely brilliant he's that character you really really shouldn't like he's absolutely useless at life he really messes up everything he touches but he's just brilliant and it was it was absolutely fantastic to have him back the other night just walking back into ken's kitchen i, I love that it was brilliant and i really can't wait to see what's going to happen next with peter he's got some secrets of course and we have no idea what they are but at the moment he's more trying to deal with ken and the stroke and we also know of course that adam and daniel um, adam barlow who is ken's uh, grandson uh, peter's nephew and daniel osborne who is ken's son from denise who is now in emmerdale try and keep up um is uh, they're, they're on the way back into the show at some point as well so uh, i think that's going to be quite fairly soon from what i've heard so it's going to be very interesting to see the Barlows back at the centre of all the drama. It isn't half. I mean, this is just, you know, there's so much going on. To have Coronation Street revealed whether there is going to be a death this week. 
And I don't think you have, as far as I'm aware. You might you might know differently from me, but I've not been aware of any announcements from Coronation Street about that. But it is Super Soap Week, so they could be keeping something in the bag. We never, ever know with soap, do we? They always throw curveballs at us. Uh, well, as I said before, they have not let us see. They've not given us a preview of Friday night's episode, tonight's episode. So we just don't know what's going to happen. Oh, well, do you know something? I'm not going anywhere tonight. Absolutely nowhere. Okay, uh, let's move on to EastEnders. And, you know, as much as, as I was saying earlier, as much as I love it, I mean, it just all seems a bit dull in comparison at the moment, doesn't it? Right, well, EastEnders is going through a very different pace at the moment. EastEnders has been on it for the last couple of years, of course. Different producer there at the time. (coughs) Excuse me. I've been trying to suppress that cough for the last 10 minutes. Um, um, they, they've had a different producer, Dominic Treadwell-Collins, who obviously was very much into his drama and had the 30th birthday of EastEnders and all the stuff with Bobby Beale and the Beals and, and the Carters and everybody else involved in that and Kathy coming back absolutely on it. He left and then a guy called Sean O'Connor took over who did work in EastEnders years ago but then um, moved on to the Archers on Radio 4 and huge success with the domestic violence storyline obviously you, you might have heard on the radio about that and on TV and everywhere else and and he's back in EastEnders in charge and people are saying it's a much slower pace in EastEnders compared to the other two subs and that is true what we've seen this week you know we've, we've seen absolute mayhem in Coronation Street in Emmerdale and what we've seen in EastEnders is Kim worrying about a driving test and discussions about the recycling plans in the council and all the rest of it which may yeah it may I mean we're laughing and it is it is very funny of course and it's very different but at the same time I think what is happening is they're just kind of getting themselves back into a regular pace because what we had before was lots of murder and mayhem and lots of high-octane drama. A bit of a cliche, but it's true. And uh, and I think the new producer just wants to come in, take a step back, get everything back into working order again. And then going forward, obviously coming up to Christmas is always a big time in EastEnders. And I think there's going to be a bit of drama there. And I think we're all going to be a bit more surprised and enjoy it a bit more because we've not been expecting it. It hasn't been, you know, bang, 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 as it has been for the last while. So yeah, I think there'll be stuff coming up. I've read in the papers today, actually, that there are big plans because we we know that Roxy and Ronnie are leaving and apparently there are multiple endings being filmed for their storyline because they don't want the press to find out which how they're going to be leaving, whether they're going to be leaving in a taxi, in a body bag or just walking away. We just don't know. So, um, yeah, so I think there is some definitely some exciting stuff coming up. Also, possibly linked to this, we just don't know yet. Very controversial storyline last Christmas was the disappearance of Fat Boy. Now, as far as we know, and they seem to have confirmed this, is that Fatboy is dead because he was involved in Claudette's and Ronnie's plot. And it got he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. It ended up being killed, um, kidnapped and killed by mistake. And obviously, Dot has been asking questions this week, and Vincent has been trying to cover up because he knows the truth, of course. And he's been very quiet about this. Now, I have to say that obviously Ronnie is connected to this and whether this is linked to her leaving, we just don't know. But I think this is something that is going to come back and I hate to say haunted, but it's true. It's going to haunt quite a few people in EastEnders. We know that Claudette is going to be leaving too. So is this leading up to Claudette's going as well? So yeah, the ghost of Fatboy could really be causing a bit of trouble in EastEnders. My hunch, 
Now, this is, I have no nothing to base this on other than I think EastEnders will quite like a surprise. And I think it would be nice for Dot if that fat boy isn't actually dead. And I would quite like that because it was quite gruesome last year to watch the whole fat boy storyline and him leaving the show. So um, I quite like fat boy to come back. We saw we saw um, Ricky Norwood plays him in Big Brother this summer. So, um, yeah, I think it'd be quite nice to have fat boy back at least for a little while. But I don't know. I mean, at the moment where we're being led to believe that he's dead. So if he was alive, that would be absolutely wonderful. But I'm not uh, getting my hopes up at all for that one. Oh, do you know something? I'd love him to be alive. I really would. I think it'd be a great twist because, you know, I think uh, I think pretty much everybody has kind of written him off as, as as dead now. So if he did come back, I think it'd be an amazing Christmas storyline, actually. And I do think... Oh, that, it'd be that lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would be great. Um, but also, I think EastEnders, you know, it, it's kind of good in a way that they're not all kind of um, massively explosive storylines at the moment because I think you need well, to have a little break from from that and yeah. then, you we've, know... Sorry, we've discussed this in the office quite a lot, obviously, because, you know, we, we know we're having to change the way we deal with EastEnders as well and in terms of the stories that we're reporting at the moment as well. And I have to say that things are even going back a few weeks now to um kim's driving storyline and 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 donna who is disabled was talking about the fact that kim was using disabled toilets and 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 you know preventing actual people who who are disabled from using them properly and and yeah it's just something that people laugh at and say oh yeah that's that's not a soap storyline but if you look online especially on facebook in the discussion groups there's loads of people reacted really positively positively that to that and we're saying how brilliant it was that things like that were being talked about on primetime television because they're not normally our subjects or discussion so there's loads of stuff there that i think the papers might say oh yeah it's really boring at the moment we don't want to talk about all this but i think actual people watching the show respond really well to stuff like this and and and, and uh, yeah i mean we don't want you know, we don't want to tune into EastEnders and, you know, be lectured about, about the economy, about about problems, about this, that and the other. But I think as part of a proper storyline and people talking about a situation that affects them as it would in real life, I think that there is most definitely a place for that. And I would like to see a lot more of that in all the soaps because I think there is, you know, there's definitely the space for that with all the drama added in as well. So um, I think... I think EastEnders might be onto something here. I think the, the, the repositioning themselves a little bit, I think it is going to work out for them. Well, I do hope so. And, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I will never stop watching EastEnders unless it becomes silly. But, you know, I, I love EastEnders. I really, really do. I think sometimes as a viewer, though, you need a break from massive drama all the time. And you need to have that little bit of kind of downtime uh, for, for the kind of real life stuff to, to take effect and then bring in the drama again. It keeps you interested. It keeps you biting, doesn't it? I've got a re- I've got a, a sneaking suspicion that EastEnders are going to shock us with something fairly soon. I've no idea what, but I've, I've got a, I've got a suspicion that we're going to be also complacent about EastEnders that they're going to throw something in there that we're not we couldn't see coming at all. And yeah, I think it's going to be uh, some a huge shock at some point soon. Absolutely. Well, let's hope so, David. Like Listen, it's been brilliant. Well, my, Actually, no, 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 don't, no, don't stop oh, yet okay, because okay, right, the campaign go. to bring Pam and Les back has to start now. Pam and Les Coco have gone. And that's the one thing I wanted to say at the end of this EastEnders discussion was that we need Pam and Les back. That is the only thing I really don't like about EastEnders at the moment is the fact that Pam and Les are not there anymore. I mean, at least Pam Coker needs to come back at some point. So get the campaign started now.
Do you know something? It starts here right now on the morning yes. mix on RNIB Connect Radio. You heard it here Bring first. Bring the focus. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, David, it's fabulous talking to you. It really, really is. I'm so excited about tonight. So I really, really am. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Now, if anybody wants to take a look at Inside Soap magazine, it is out on your shelves now. So please do go out and get it. But if you can't and want to take a look online, it's a brilliantly, fabulously accessible website because I go on it all the time. Have you got the web address, David? I do, and don't forget that we've also got a really interesting Facebook page as well, Inside Soap. Look it up online because that's quite interesting as well. But the website is insidesoap.co.uk. Fabulous. Listen, you have a great night tonight watching the soaps. Have a great weekend, and we'll speak to you again next week. Take care, Jill. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.